Thanks for joining us back here on Prospects Nation as we bring you this podcast. I'm Marcus Burnett, joined by Brandon Clay. The I don't like in the background, but we're actually going to talk about some players that we really do like, uh, starting off with Rasay Caldwell, a member of San Antonio's Finest and definitely one of San Antonio's Finest. Talk about her play at the Power 48, B. Clay. Uh, she, was, she was awesome. You know, all summer I had a chance to watch her at West Coast premiere in May was big time at the Power 48 summer finale. And, and seeing her transition, both her game and her frame, that's the stuff we do like. She's really shown why we've had her firmly entrenched in the top 10, inside the Elite 60, now the Elite 100, even the expansion to 150. Don't plan on, say, Caldwell going anywhere. Kind of like we talked about Maisha Hines-Allen at Summer Invitational. Caldwell proved with her play at the Power 48 that she's a two-game All-American. McDonald's, WBCA, actually had the chance to speak with her club coach and father, you know, Ray, the other day, and she took a non-traditional route toward the tail end of the high school season last year, not finishing out her high school season, a uh, top-shelf student academically, so went ahead and completed the junior year out, but really spent time training, working on her game, and came back looking completely different than she did when I saw her play in November during the high school season. You know, she's going to go the the homeschool route in terms of being able to play this year, very much like Mariah Jefferson did there inside the Lone Star State, which will put her in a position to be able to be eligible for both McDonald's and WBCA. But another great showing at Power 48 summer finale for Rasay Caldwell. Not too far behind her and donning the same jersey, uh, Amber Ramirez. Let's talk about her play there. I know we talked about Sauce the other day in a podcast visiting Washington and 2016 grad. She's the next one up. You know, Ray Caldwell's done a good job of you know, grooming his own in, in Rese to be kind of the, the torchbearer for that program. And she was that. And now Amber Ramirez is kind of the next one in that line of, you know, elite 25 caliber kids, possible All-Americans. And now it's on Ramirez to show and prove that over the next couple of years. But the table and the stage is definitely set. And she continues to attend the right flight of events where people like our Prospects Nation team are continuing to watch her play, her development, and her growth. Next up, Michaela Reese, whose game kind of reminds me of sort of like an Emmett Smith as far as the type <laughs> of running back he was. Not a whole lot of flash, you know, not as many ooh and ahs as Barry Sanders, but still in the end zone every time he touches the ball nonetheless. Talk about Michaela Reese. Well, she's great. You know, an Elite 100 prospect has been to multiple Elite Basketball Academy camps. I love that reference there. Production. You know, the key word there is production, and in her case, efficiency leading to production. You know, a, a combination guard who probably could play the point at the next level, could probably be a scorer, and either direction should be in a good spot depending on the, the program she goes to. I actually talked with her father, Herman. She's got some visits lined up, SMU, Pittsburgh, Old Miss. All those people were on hand to see her play during the Power 48. Memphis is in the mix as well. So a lot of schools still in, UNLV, Caitlin Collier was there the whole time sitting on her. She did a great job this summer of proving that she belongs in that 100 and proving that, honestly, she's one of the better guards in the country skill set-wise. She started that process last year at EBA camp in September and continued marching all the way through July, closing it down at the Power 48. Let's move the conversation to Motor City Top 10's Tyra Jones. Awesome. High motor, energy, I got a lot of descriptors for that kid. One of the most active kids I saw all summer. Dwayne Scott does a great job with that top 10 program. Let me say that first and foremost, even back to the days of Crystal Bradford, who I watched at USA Basketball this year as a college kid. Dwayne was out there with her. His daughter, Leah Scott. Now you talk about Tyra Jones. I know we'll get to Brene Andrews here in a minute. 
they play so hard. And I think that's the hardest thing to get a team to do. And they came in and both inside Summer Invitational and Power 48 Summer Finale, they did that. And they really made their presence felt. And it's one of the reasons why Motor City Top 10 is one of the best programs from up in that region every single year, regardless of who's on the roster. They take on Dwayne Scott's personality. Brene Andrews, you, you know, kind of foreshadowed her earlier. Uh, elaborate on her game. Well, Stetson got themselves a good one at the guard position there. You know, Kenny Anderson was on hand, one of Stetson's assistant coaches, to watch her the entire time, and very smart man. I wouldn't leave her side either. Make sure she winds up down there in DeLand, Florida. She can handle the basketball. She can score it. She does a lot of different things, and like Jones, she brings that energy level to the guard position that makes it hard for the other team to match. Definitely a kid that we like and one that's on our radar now, a solid three-star prospect per ProspectsNation.com. And one of our bracket championship webcasts featured Havoc City Elite versus Team Elite Pointer, two young teams uh, that definitely thwarted who, who people thought would be in the championship game. Talk about that, you know, that webcast and just what they represented overall. Well, when you draw the brackets up, you know, those are both teams that from top to bottom are good enough and play hard enough to beat anybody on any day. So, you know, whether it's, a, you know, an AOT, a GSB out of Colorado, you know, that – they are what those teams were, you know, a year or two ago when they were younger. Um, definitely capable of getting a W at any time. Really well coached, you know, whether it's, you know, Boogie for Havoc City or, or Kirk for Team Elite. They get the job done. And those kids, we talk about taking on personalities of coaches, and both of those groups are the same exact way as a Motor City Top 10 is. They've taken on the personality of their coach. Intense, play hard, not backing down from anybody, and will get up in your stomach to make a play if need be on the defensive end. And we saw that. It was a great way to close out the summer in Atlanta with that webcast. I know you and Jonathan were on it broadcasting. It was just awesome. I had the opportunity to watch it the other day. And just the intensity those kids played with, you would have thought it was the high school state championships as hard as they played. It was awesome. A powerful power 48 to say the least. Thanks for joining us for this recap here on Prospects Nation.